The mid-season finale of Grey's Anatomy pulled out all the stops and proved that nothing is what it seems when it comes to this show. We're talking all about it, plus that crazy cliffhanger starting right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Woo! Hey! We're back! Hey, everybody! <laughs> it was so good. Such a good episode. What's yep. up, guys? My name is Benny Adams. Thank you again for joining us for another after show of Grey's Anatomy, the mid-season finale, you guys. It was crazy. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to my amazing panel to the left of me. She knows everything about Grey's Anatomy, and she is on so many drama-filled shows here at AfterBuzz. Miss Chelsea. Hey, guys. Chelsea Overrocker here. Excited to talk about this episode with you. And to the left of Chelsea, she calls everything when we're watching this show. We're watching, and she's like, this is going to happen, and it happens. Miss Haley. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here tonight. This episode had me a mess, and I cannot wait to dive in. Yes. they. Uh, I remember the promos. They were saying, you're not, you're going to, you won't be able to wait until uh, next, uh, when it comes back. And I'm yep. like, they proved it. Yep. I'm already, I already want to see it. But uh, we have a lot to talk about today, and we're doing something special since this is the mid-season finale. We are taking live calls so we're going to do that a little bit later, but I want to give you the number right now. That number is 424-354-8302. So if you want to call in, talk about what you thought of the show, please do it, and uh, we'll have a discussion yeah. with you guys. Yeah. But uh, what did you ladies think about this show? Oh, uh, great way for a mid-season finale. It's definitely going to lead it to some plots that I can't wait to dive into for next mm-hmm. year. And it's going to be some crossover events, I feel like, that's going to happen between this and Station 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me, I really enjoyed this episode, and I was kind of surprised by my enjoyment of it, only because last week's episode was so great, mm-hmm. and it ha- gave all of the vibes of kind of wrapping up a season. Yeah. And for this one, for them to do what they did with this episode and give us so much more information and really make us eager for January 23rd mm-hmm. to get here already, I thought that they did an amazing job, and this episode gave us so much info. Yeah. So yeah. much info. I was, after last week's episode, I was like, I don't know how they're going to be able to pull off, you know, another good episode. Because like you said, that that last episode seemed like a finale. Yeah, but exactly. they were able to do it and they were able to top it off. So, again, kudos to the writers and Miss uh, Shonda Rhimes because mm-hmm. amazing. But let's get into it. Let's first talk about... Meredith, she is back, baby, back in the yes, hospital. Never hasn't missed a beat. She still, she still knows what she's doing, and uh, but she has a a little competition. It seems like, and his name is Doctor Hayes, uh, and we're gonna talk more about why he's there. But what did you guys think about the dynamic between these two? It was good. Right away, I'm thinking, I'm predicting it. There's going to be some chemistry between them Mm -hmm. because anytime Meredith kind of has a conflict with another male doctor, there always seems to be a relationship (laughs) underlining it. And it's going to be good because DeLuca and her are 
taking a break right now is how mm-hmm. I want to say it. So I think it's good that we have another person in the mix. And it's someone who's a little bit more on her level as yeah. in terms as, you know, has more life experience. He has kids. He is on the same level career-wise as Meredith is. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like that perfect guy. But I feel like it's going to play out a little bit later on in the series between DeLuca, him, and Meredith. See, for me, I think that anytime Meredith is faced with a challenge, that's what she goes after. She Mm -hmm. likes to figure things out. She likes to solve people. And I think that intrigued her. And we could Mm. see her a little intrigued, also a little annoyed, because it's been a long time since someone challenged her that directly. Yeah. Uh, But for me, what I think Grace is kind of doing is, I've said this before, and... I know you'll we'll have lots of people agree with me and lots of people disagree with me on this, but I think that DeLuca is kind of replacing McDreamy, and now oh, yeah. I think this new Dr. Mm-hmm. Hayes might be the new McSteamy. Oh, I can see wow. that. I can that so like, see that. I mean, immediately from just like his chiseled face mm-hmm. to just his presence, his confidence, the way he speaks, he has an accent. So I was like, this guy, they're for sure trying to bring back this McDreamy, McSteamy yeah. situation. Right. And yep. kind of the rivals, too, between yep. them as well. Mm-hmm. The yeah. question is, will she choose McDreamy or will she choose McSteamy? That's oh! Yeah. Like, that's going like, to be the thing. That's just what it has to be at this point. Right. Let's, uh, so let's talk about how, you know, they're, they have this patient and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with her. Meredith is trying to tell Dr. Hayes, you know, let's not be too quick about this. We don't want to scare the parents. I think he thought it was cancer, Mm -hmm. right? And so he decided not to listen to her, told the parents they're freaking out. In the end, turns out that it wasn't cancer whatsoever. And that just proves, you know, the power of Meredith is real. (laughs) She was able to figure that out. What did you guys think about all that? Good. You know, I was upset with him at first. You don't tell a family that, like, your kid has cancer unless you know all the facts. And Mary mm-hmm. is just saying, hold off. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get into surgery. Let's look at things because there's there it could go both ways mm-hmm. here. So with him, he should have not called that just from a patient point of view. Yeah. But again, I think he was just trying to challenge Meredith, just trying to one-up her a little bit and... Didn't really work out in his favor. See, for me, I don't necessarily know that he was... They wrote it in a way that would make us think when we're watching it that he was just trying to basically be an Mm a-hole. I don't know what words I can say on here without getting bleeped. But, Mm -hmm. like, basically, that's what they wanted us to believe. But I think this whole time, he was just being his version of a good doctor. Because later on, and I know we'll we'll get to it, but... He tells us a little bit about his past, and it was a brief sentence in the elevator that a light bulb clicked on. It was like, oh, this makes sense why he was this way the whole day. Right. And I thought that it was really well done on their part Mm -hmm. that they kind of baked that in for us, and they kind of almost made us dislike the guy because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this guy's annoying. He's on my nerves. Like. It was the first time I really wanted Alex Karev back at Grace Loan. And, but then by the end, I was like, hmm, I'm intrigued. Right. And yeah. this, like, I, I'm still trying to digest everything between Meredith and Dr. Hayes yeah. with that uh, cliffhanger we got yeah. from uh, 
Christina Yang, yep. which, side note, were, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was thinking that Christina was going to show up at the end of the show and she was going to be the present. And I was like, oh, I guarantee that's going to happen. But no, it wasn't. But in actuality, Dr. Hayes, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Hayes was Christina's present. Correct. Mm-hmm. correct. So what I'm confused about, and maybe you two ladies can help me, is why was Dr. Hayes Christina's present? Because that didn't click for me. So I don't think they didn't really reveal that. Okay. The only thing is, and what else is funny that the writers, and now that I'm thinking about the statement I just made about the McDreamy, McSteamy thing, they called him McWidow. Oh, so okay. Christina said McWidow with the three leaf clover emojis, mm-hmm. like I guess saying like you're gonna get lucky. Like I don't know what they're we're right. trying to do with their text conversation, mm-hmm. but I think we'll understand further as we get to know this character when we come back in the spring. Right, who he is, how he knows Christina, and I think there's gonna be a lot more layers to yeah. all of that. But yeah. we yeah. do know that he was the package. The strange part was. The timing of it, I think that's what probably confused us a little because the whole time she's telling, have you got my package? Have you got my package? Mm-hmm. And so Meredith is like, I don't know where this box We're is like, or what whatever is it package? is. And then it just is ironic that when Meredith happens, she's with this man all day mm-hmm. and it's not until she's on the elevator with him and it's just the two of them that Christina finally says, not what, but him. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And so I'm then, like, can she, is she, did she have spies yeah, around no, that's the hospital? What I'm saying. I, think that's the, I think that's why there was some confusion because it made it seem like it was deliberate and mm-hmm. I think it was just them really trying to oversell us that right. that was who the present was. Right. So Christina then is trying to play matchmakers, the impression that we're getting. Yeah. yeah. So, so then that makes me wonder, like, a, how much do Meredith and Christina still talk? Because, like, does she know uh, that, like, DeLuca and her just broke up? She like, has to. Yeah, because from Meredith's perspective, like, DeLuca was just like, eh, right. we're done. And I don't know if I agree with that because it didn't seem like just a hard break. There's definitely some gray area right. there. And because yeah. we were praising DeLuca, we we're like, he did so good. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so mature. He's handling this great. Right. And, and he then, took a step back. Yeah. And speaking of DeLuca, like, yeah, so Meredith comes back. She didn't really tell DeLuca when exactly she was coming back. So he was a little confused. And it was because, well, you broke up with me. But yeah. he says, you know, it was a break. But it doesn't really feel like a break. Yeah. We fast forward a little bit. And Link kind of sets him straight. Yeah. And he pretty much says, you know, you're not her equal. You know, this is Meredith Grey. She is this powerhouse. You know, DeLuca is nowhere close. And it's not mean. It's just is what it is. Link even said he's not on Meredith's level. You know, when Meredith met um, uh, uh, McDreamy, you know, they weren't. McDreamy was on a higher level than Meredith at the time. So, See, I wonder if, like, I think Link was completely validated and like everything he was saying but i wonder if deluca without admitting this verbally it mm-hmm. kind of seems like deluca more so means doesn't respect him on the same relationship level because like he's saying yes he's like saying that oh it's because like of our doctor and everyone's taking it as their level of like education level i guess basically mm-hmm. but yeah. in reality i think that underlying and kind of subconsciously he's insecure that she doesn't think that he's emotionally as ready or like on the same playing field because he's never been a father and doesn't have all these characteristics Mm -hmm. that would qualify him to earn her respect right yeah i agree and i think link was just speaking some truth with Mm -hmm. it too 
and they're just pretty much saying, you're lucky that Meredith chose you. You're yeah. lucky that she chooses to love you. Yeah. So don't question it. Just mm-hmm. go with it. And I understand from his point of view as a guy, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Just not as a guy, but just as a person, being that other person that you feel like, you know, career-wise or whatever, that you you did good. You got, yeah. you got a good catch. Right. And... You know, I think DeLuca is just having a hard time trying to accept that a little bit. And, you know, his colleagues kind of had to pull him in line. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think he's still he's still in the game. He just has to step up. Right. And guys, I am in the live chat peeking over here at your comments. Um, Tammy brought up a good point that she said, I thought they couldn't get reception in the elevator, which is a solid point because that's been an issue on multiple occasions yes. in Grey's Anatomy. So a little flaw there. The but power then, of Christina Yang. <laughs> yeah, she can get reception through. <laughs> she um, and then also, Carmela brought up a good point. Why is DeLuca's sister back? Maybe he goes back to Italy because remember, she's been with their father. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of like a, oh, hey. Yeah, we briefly saw her. That's right. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, there are going to be definitely, hopefully these questions will be answered uh, when the show comes back. Let's talk about Miranda. This one was a tough one because I didn't see this one coming whatsoever. Yeah. Like, from a mile away, I did not see it coming. But, you know, she's, she's fairly excited about you know the the birth that she's going to have soon Mm -hmm. she uh she is with a patient from uh station 19 actually and she starts bleeding you know and she long story short she finds out she miscarriages what what was were you guys shocked when you found out um i kind of i honestly wasn't and i feel like that's kind of an uh like bad of me to say Mm -hmm. but I think it's because they were dropping little breadcrumbs and the fact that her not thinking it was possible to her basically being in pre-menopause and getting pregnant and then the rarity of that also her age taking into a factor there's a lot of things that they were kind of dropping hints for us Mm -hmm. along the way but I do have to give praise to Grey's Grey's Anatomy for even bringing this subject up Mm -hmm. I feel like miscarriage is one of the medical cases that Grey's Anatomy hasn't entirely touched upon and it's a very, very real thing in the United States. There's, on average per year, there's 3 million miscarriages. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they're bringing this subject to light and they took us on this journey with Miranda and Ben of finding that moment out and just the way that it was directed and shot, like, it was amazing. I think the only time they really touched on a miscarriage was when... Meredith was pregnant yeah. and then yeah. under the amount of stress that she was under she was yeah. about to tell Derek and then mm-hmm. she found out oh yeah. I lost the baby so that they're bringing this again but mm-hmm. in a different situation with yeah. Bailey yeah. and going through menopause mm-hmm. I think it's great that like you mentioned Haley yeah. that they are touching on mm-hmm. this because and it's just great to see Bailey how she just she didn't think it was possible and then mm-hmm. you know between her and Ben and that moment that they have and how upset that she gets and that she just says I need to do this on my own it just again it just brings us to how much we love Bailey as a character and yeah. how strong she is right i i had absolute chills over and over again that the shot of when we see Ben in the hospital and then it's just from it's the camera shots behind him and he's just running through the hospital yeah. and like I could feel I was so present in that shot because mm-hmm. I could feel the sense of urgency and I knew what he was running to. Mm-hmm. And so it, then it just made that moment even more real. I'm literally getting goosebumps right now thinking about it because it was just so well done. Mm-hmm. Both 
of both Ben and Miranda just that scene was so good. Achy. Yeah. And yeah. we got a little a little taste of how she's handling the situation. And it seems like she's handling it different than how um, we saw Meredith handle it seasons ago. So I can't wait to see, you know, when the show comes back, how mm-hmm. Miranda is going to deal with deal with that and how Ben is going to deal with that also. Speaking of Ben, uh, Lenita Lias just brought up, or no, sorry, Carissa just brought up in the live chat, should Ben have to accept not feeling, oh no, just kidding, psych, she's talking back about DeLuca, but she does bring up a point that triggered something in me, is the Mm -hmm. fact of Bailey didn't want to deal with it in that moment with Ben, and she just kind of shut down and went to her work, and for me, that was hard to see, you know, because like, you have to address the situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go, like go oh, I was gonna yeah. say, and that and that's Bailey right there. I yeah. feel like whenever something yeah. bad happens with Bailey, she pushes people away. She's like, I have to handle this on my own. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. to a certain point, she has a hard time still accepting help and accepting a breakdown until right. she hits her fine line. Yeah, and especially something like this. This was something out of nowhere. Yeah, and so she's never dealt with something like this. She doesn't yeah. know how to handle this, and so, like you said, she's going to what she knows how to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Um, kind of with the whole Miranda storyline was Amelia. That was a huge shocker. Wow. So, I, I, sorry to get you off video, but the no. funny thing, Chelsea doesn't even know this. I told you this. So I, you were watching the, sh- the show before Benny and I got a chance to, and I was kind of standing, I saw you out of the corner of my eye wrapping up the <laughs> show and I was making sure I wasn't getting any any spoilers and I saw Chelsea's jaw drop and I was like, like something oh, no. good just happened something just happened and when it got to that point in the episode I was like because mine did it yeah. too and I was like this is what it was that was oh I did not expect it because yeah. the doctor is saying you're 24 weeks she's like no 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 I'm 21 weeks she's like mm-hmm. no you're 24 yeah. she's like <gasps> And, and she puts the math together, uh, and uh, she's like, "No." First of all, Amelia, come on, get checked out. Like, I get it. Yeah. You're worried. You've you've been you've been you've had issues before, and I understand that. But you still have to be healthy. You have to make sure the baby is doing well. You know, and she she has not seen anyone yeah. for 24 weeks. That's insane to me. But I I was not expecting that whatsoever. I don't even know how she's gonna tell um, tell everyone involved what's happening. But I, I think they they left us on a cliffhanger for a reason. Mm-hmm. I kind of almost want them to. I think they want us to just kind of like go back and like think it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because she still was like, oh no, could it be? Because I kind of think she was involved with both of them around that time. Yeah. So it very much could still be links but the writers just kind of want us to think it's owens right now and of course they're gonna throw us this curveball in our hexa ship yeah so it's going that direction though between not to jump around but between teddy and tom at their last conversation Mm -hmm. that they had it's the writers are kind of pulling yeah. towards Amelia and yeah. Owen. It's just, I was rooting for Amelia and Link. I love them so far this season. But Who, they can still work out. Still you work never know. Out. You never know. Um, before we get into anything else, Miss Chelsea has a special announcement for you guys. Yes. Well, before we get into our next topic, we just want to say thank you guys so much for making After Buzz TV 
ESPN of TV Talk. In order to help us grow, we ask, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave us a comment, and give us a rating on iTunes. Again, we really just want to thank Kevin and Maria for creating AfterBuzz TV because we're able to engage with you guys as fans and do what we love. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's go to Maggie. She is oh, she's having some she's having some issues. She has a patient. I want to say his name was Elliot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's still dealing with the fact that she lost uh, Savvy. And so she's with this patient and she tries to get Teddy in with uh, a simple procedure. Teddy agrees. Long story short, um, Maggie, she doesn't lose the patient, but his heart stops working. Yeah. Were you guys, and she was freaking out. Like, what did you guys think about just her reaction to everything? It's one of those things where she's upset because she didn't follow her instincts. Mm-hmm. And she just feels like she's all over the place because a couple episodes back, she felt like she could be able to handle this surgery. And, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, she lost a patient. But this one, she's saying, no, I shouldn't go into this surgery. And then, not that she lost the patient, but it, the outcome wasn't what she wanted Mm -hmm. so right away i just felt it when they were giving the news to his wife and he was they were just her face just dropped like not again it was deja vu all over again yeah Yeah. i mean that was the whole reason why i think she walked out of the or when they were going to leave him on bypass because she realized what she was going to have to do Mm -hmm. and i think maggie in a little way is kind of suffering from a little form of her own ptsd yeah because that's what i wrote down here that's exactly what it is like in the way that she's kind of a sort of addressing it but like we're just witnessing it slowly come on Mm -hmm. for her character it was hard to see because there are several moments that they really wanted to emphasize to us when she was having all these doubtful thoughts and doubtful in her skills but Mm -hmm. again she perform the surgery and I think it kind of overlays a little bit because in the other episode it was her uncle and her family that were saying they didn't want her to operate but she was so confident in herself and on this Mm -hmm. side Mm -hmm. they were very confident in her and she lacked the confidence in herself and so I think that's going to eat her up even more yeah Maggie is definitely starting to slightly become a different person because of, of what happened a couple episodes ago so it's going to be, I think it's going to be very tough for her, but it's going to be a, a very good storyline to see how yeah. she can get back on track. But I was very surprised when she said that she wanted to turn in her resignation, which leads into Tom offering Teddy her position. Real quick, what did you think about Tom just vomiting out his love for Teddy? I thought this was the most mature we've seen Tom this season. In a while, yeah. Like, just the way that he articulated what he needed to say to Teddy, Mm -hmm. it was brilliant. And Teddy was the one that she kind of looked like... She was taken back. Yes. Like, she kind of looked like an ass. (laughs) Like, sorry, but, like, that's... Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's... Like, she looked like that there. And it was like, no, Teddy, like, take it back, take it back, take it back. But she was doing what she needed to, and she was... Telling him how she was feeling, like, hey, leave me alone. I'm going to pursue this with Owen. And then, again, they just aren't letting us leave these storylines alone. Like, they just aren't letting everyone be happy and move on with their lives. They have to keep it interesting. Right. It wouldn't be Grey's Anatomy if they didn't. Nope. No, I agree with you, Haley. I think this is the best that I've seen, Tom. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of was pushing towards them a little bit towards the end of this episode. I was kind of feeling 
eh, if Tom is like this, I might kind of like Tom and Teddy just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I've said it before. Owen needs to be single for <laughs> a season. He needs to be single. But uh, <sighs> someone who is not single is Richard, and he's in the doghouse with Catherine because Catherine thinks he's mm. cheating on him. She opens up to Jackson, and he becomes the voice of reason yeah. in this. What did you guys think about this whole plot? Really impressed. Again, with Jackson, it's like a love-hate relationship. Some <laughs> weeks I love him, some weeks I just... Yeah, he irks me. But yeah. this week he stepped up, and I love the relationship so much between Jackson and Catherine. With mm-hmm. because whenever he's lost, she steps up. You know, she's confronting him about, okay, you're moving on with another girl so soon, and then vice versa. You know, when Catherine's mm-hmm. having her doubts, Jackson's able to pull her back. So mm-hmm. again, I think it just shows a great relationship between them two. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely echo everything that you just said. I enjoy their moments. I enjoy the fact that Jackson is always the one to talk sense into Catherine. Do you think that Catherine has a right to accuse Richard of cheating because of his past? I think she has a right to be suspicious, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that she has a right to handle it in the way that she is by just shutting down and not communicating with him. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, like the Catherine Fox we know, if she sees another woman in Richard's office with the door closed. She's barging in there to figure out what's up. Right, and then and, the guy calls uh, her his wife. Yeah. So, and I think, and I think, just in this case, Catherine is just wanting to believe the lies that she's made up in her head. Question for you guys: Catherine Fox, we all know when she wants something, she'll go after it, or she'll yeah. definitely make her voice heard. Why is she not making her voice heard in this situation? Why is she not making her presence known? Is she losing her feelings for Richard? No, I think it's. She, it's I think it's the opposite. She has. She has these feelings for Richards, and even though she she is feeling this way, she still wants it to work out, and she doesn't want to push Richard back. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. See, but, I don't know because she keeps hinting at divorce or like we're not going to be together much longer, and I'm just like, Catherine, this does not sound like you. Yeah, like you don't give up on things. I think she's overreacting. It's yeah. because she loves him so much, and I think yeah. that's why. Um, let's talk about Jackson and Liz real quick. Uh, Catherine doesn't like, or not, she doesn't like Liz, but she's acting like how she always acts whenever Jackson <laughs> has a new girl. Um, are you guys feeling Jackson and Liz yet, or? Vic? Vic, why did I say Liz? <laughs> I am fine. so sorry, Vic. Vic. Yes, are you guys feeling Jackson and Vic? Um, nah, nah. Nah. well, I was uh-huh. just confused. Like when Joe was over at the fire station, and she just said, "Oh yeah, you're Jackson's girlfriend." She kind of got, "Oh, girlfriend, me." It's yeah. It's like, I just kind of got a weird vibe from it. I'm yeah, gonna pass. I think I need to see a little bit more of them together. We mm-hmm. just kind of get these two minute scenes and yeah. it's not really filling it for me yeah. Yeah. but I don't know we'll, we'll see yeah I'm not I'm not really feeling her at that much but um, let's go to uh, news and gossip okay After Buzz TV news. so our news and gossip for this week you guys already know there's going to be a crossover event with station 19 when mm-hmm. they come back in January and this isn't going to be the first time that Grace will have the two shows interconnect with each other. It's going to be happening for the next few episodes. Okay. The producers don't want to do it every week and create a pattern because we all know Grace. They like to keep their audience on their toes. Yeah. But they are definitely going to create some fun ways where the characters are going to interact with each other and it's going to go back and forth between two shows. Mm-hmm. So prepare for that for the 
next year, next season. It's gonna be cool. Not next season, yeah. but next year. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So the lines are open. If yep. you want to call in to talk about the show with us, you are able to. That number again: four two four three five four eight three zero two. Um, J Lo, do we have anyone yet? I don't think so. Hey guys, we don't actually have anyone. So okay. Yeah, definitely call in. Yeah, call, call in. Let's call. let's go on to uh, our special segment, Doctor Who. Ooh, yes, yeah. you all love Doctor Who. Hey, if you want to play live with us, call that number right yeah. now. Um, all right. Oh, got my questions. Okay, here we go. You got your papers. <laughs> got our papers. Got your let's papers. Do you it. Ready? Okay. Quote number one. When you try to make the facts not the facts, that's when you drive someone crazy. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just going to guess on this one. Um... Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That was some cool background. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's... Are you ready? Yes. Guys, it was... Show them. Show them. April. Show them. Sorry, Lanisha. We're play your game. We got Benny with April and uh, Chelsea with Meredith. Actually, it was from this episode, guys. It was Link. It was Link when he was talking to the I Luka. swear we were paying attention. I swear. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Next one. Being aware of your crap and actually overcoming your crap are two very different things. I feel like this was from this episode yeah, I feel also. Like it was too. This sounds like being a oh my gosh, I know this. Mm, I see why Lanisha likes doing this. I this know. is fun being the knower of the being quotes. Being aware of your crap. One more time. Being aware of your crap and actually overcoming your crap are two very different things. Um, Alright. Alrighty. They have their answers in. Okay, go ahead and show them. I did hunt. Hunt and Chelsea says Meredith again. It was Christina Yang. That wasn't from this that season, then. Season. Why did I no. think? That, yeah, I it, know. I didn't tell y'all it was. Why did I think it was from yeah, this season? I thought it was. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. Y'all made that up in your heads. All You're right. Awful. We want to do one more. It's quick. Let's do one more. Yeah. Okay, last one. I'm not an ugly duckling. I'm a swan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just saw this one too. I believe in you, Benny. Oh my god, uh, uh ten, nine, eight, this is wrong. Seven, six, and they both say April. April. You were right! Woo! Yes! Yes! We got it! We got it! Third time's a charm, guys. We'll get it three times. <laughs> Alright, let's go to predictions. What do you guys Your think? After Buzz TV prediction. When the season comes back. Ooh, when it comes back. Yeah. Um I think that. This is kind of like going into next season, but Joe and Alex Trevor are going to end up adopting the baby. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I think with the patience, because we left on a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, that's going to definitely bring in the characters between mm-hmm. Station 19 and Grays, mm-hmm. and it's going to have more complications with Maggie, Vic, and Jackson. I think we mm-hmm. still have to visit that, and there's going to be a patient that needs Maggie's help, so Maggie's going to be coming back. Yeah. I think there are people who are not going to make it after that car crashed into the bar. And it's going to be people Mm -hmm. that we've grown to love because that's what they do. They take away people that that become almost like 
our TV family yes. to us. So, and true. I, uh, yeah, I don't know who it is, but someone in that crazy, unexpected accident, someone's not going to make it. I think I'm going to have to go and rewatch this episode and like write down everyone that is a regular or even has a subplot mm-hmm. that was in this episode, and then I'll make my kill list. I'll like rank them who I think is going to survive or not. Yeah, because there <laughs> were some... Uh, what, yeah. do you, what do you call bracket them? Challenge. They were uh, not interns, but um, there were some residents. Yeah. In there, yeah, like so. Helm. Well, I mean, obviously, we see Helm as the kind of like the peak of right. And didn't she yeah, say, but... like, yeah, it's huh? We have to see. I know. It's gonna get interesting. I can't wait. I can't wait. But that is all the time we have for you guys today. Thank you again for tuning in. Hey and... guys, you guys still have like about a minute or two, so anybody in the live chat definitely call in. Yeah, yeah. Call yeah. Us. Give us a call before we go. Our awesome producer J Lo talking yes. to y'all. <laughs> So, J-Lo, is anyone calling in yet? One last no, time. Not 424-354-8302. If you want to the talk to us. The lines are open. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe not. not. Maybe <laughs> yes. Like, are we going to do? Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have been so chatty in the live chat, right. which I love. Because yeah, I love very... seeing all of your thoughts. Were they right with the uh, oh, yeah. Doctor Who? They always right. get it right. I don't know how right. they do it. Actually, some did not get the first one. We yeah. have some Jackson guesses. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, since no one is going to call in... Then we're just going to sign off. All right. Uh, Guys, we won't see you until January 23rd. It's so long. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I know. Well, (laughs) we could watch rewatch seasons. That's true. That's true. We'll do that. All right. Sign us off, ladies. All right. You can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker. That's Chelsea with an I-E. And on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. And you can find me on Twitter at Haley1, Graves2, and on Instagram at Haley Graves. Oh, we have a call. We have a Do caller. we really have a caller? Oh, this is let's yeah. do it. All right, let's That's take exciting. it. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name and where are you from? Um, my name is Jada and I'm from New York. What's okay. up, Jada from New York? What's up? What did you think about this show oh. or this episode? Oh, I thought this episode was just unbelievable. Like, I was, I knew something was going to happen to Dr. Bailey, of course. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I I knew that they wasn't going to have Amelia and Dr. Bailey be pregnant at the same time. It's great. They just don't do that at all. Yeah. Hey, Jada, and, hey, Jada let me ask you this. What did you think of Amelia not noticing that Bailey was obviously upset and just kind of being in her own happiness in that moment and Bailey lying about it being a yeah. girl? I feel like Dr. Bailey was like, I feel like she was just really shocked and didn't know. I think it's going to take her a long time to express how she's feeling and letting everybody know that she lost this baby and she's just going to act the same. But, you know, and Amelia, I think Amelia's in her own world right now and she's Mm -hmm. just trying to stay positive due to the fact, you know, how she lost her baby and like Mm -hmm. private practice and everything. So. Actually, coming from that, I have a new kind of little prediction that you just made me think of, Jada, is that I think Amelia is going to be the one to help Bailey get through oh, this yeah. miscarriage. Oh, hands yeah. down. Yeah, hands I, down. yeah I believe yeah. that, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny. You would think it would be the other way around. Yep. But right. this time it's going to be Amelia happy, uh, mm-hmm. trying Ooh, to I'm help a, out. I'm going to look forward to that. That'll be Woo. cool. And yeah. Jada, I can't wait. Yeah. when you think of the crossover between Station 19 and Grey's, are you a fan of it? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. Do you watch Station 19? A little bit. Okay. So you like you know a I'm little of the backstory. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jada, for calling in. And this was fun. And we can't wait to see you next season. See you next season. All right. right. See you later. Bye. That was cool. We have to do that again. We'll have to do it. All right. Well, signing off for the second time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Benny Adams. You can find me on all social media at Benny J Adams. It was awesome talking to you guys. We can't wait for next season. We will see you back next year. But until then, we'll see you guys later. Take it easy. We'll be in a new decade when we see y'all. Crazy, right? So great. That'd be cool. All right, bye, guys. Later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.